0: Hello, and welcome to The Verge Cast. This is the week of, I don't know, April 13th. It's April 16th today. I am not Nilay Patel. I am Dieter Bone. I am Chris Ziegler. And I am Sam Sheffer. Why aren't you at the hype desk? You invited me here. The
1: hype <laughs> desk is empty. Wow. There is wow. zero hype. <laughs> it's, so, it's so lonely and sad over there. It is so
0: hype that we had to bring the hype to the main table.
2: Repping Verge today. Feeling good.
0: So, yeah. Neilai is on uh, vacation. I guess he deserves one. Uh, so, we are filling in. Uh, we've also... We're going to have an a, a array of people. I think you guys are going to be on for a while. We might try and bring uh, Emily and Kwame out later. Uh, and we're all very excited because these new Star Wars trailers just dropped. But...
2: We'll save that discussion
0: for We're one, not going right? to talk yeah. about it right now. Because sitting to my left, Chris Ziegler is a known Star Wars hater. Not
1: not a hater of the series. You are a Star Wars hater. Not no, I'm not a hater of the series. I look. George Lucas said uh, somewhere in the range of ten years ago mm-hmm. that this that it was done. Okay, yeah. he said it was done, and now it's not done anymore. And I'm a little upset. What did about what it. did Dom say at the end of the first Fast and the Furious? Oh, that's a little different. It's okay. not different.
0: No, oh, no, it's different. We, it's different because because the Star Wars movies are better. And it was ouch. Whatever, I'm not not going down this rabbit hole. This is a dangerous place to be. You know, oh, God, I want to talk about Star Wars now really badly. I just watched um, Attack of the Clones last night. I still feel like it's a slightly underrated movie. There's a lot of really, really terribleness, but the whole set of um, Obi-Wan, like, performing his investigation
1: is great. I thought it was the the best of the three new ones.
0: That's not saying much, though, is it? No, it isn't. Okay, we uh, we're going to talk a lot more Star Wars later because uh, we are excited. But I think we should talk about because we didn't get to talk about it last much, last time too much last week the the new MacBook and I also want to talk about this uh, the Surface Three that I'm holding in my hand. Um, what do you what do you want? Chris, you're going to buy one, aren't you? You're going to buy a MacBook. I really want to. Micah yeah. bought a
1: MacBook. Micah, oh, of course well, Micah bought a MacBook. Luxury Singleton brought, yeah. bought a, a MacBook, uh, which he calls on Twitter the most ridiculous. I think he called it the most ridiculous hardware Apple has made. That I think is objectively true. Yeah. yeah, I think it's true. Yeah. Um, I, I just had an opportunity to really dig in with one uh, over the weekend, um, meaning I went to the Cube. Um, <laughs> yes. And, Wait, uh, you, you went all the way up to the Cube?
0: The Apple Store Cube? Yeah, yeah.
1: I did. It's that's, not that far. That's for, uh, it's hype is what it is. I don't know what oh. that means. In you the could, cat- how you many could
0: times have you gone to the Apple Store to try
1: out a watch, Sam? Just once. Uh, that's a lot. Including lie. the addition experience. Yes, that was... I booked that back-to-back. It was very convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I, I was I was shocked at how quickly I got used to typing on it. It really wasn't Right. Yeah. yeah, everybody's
0: like, oh, this keyboard sucks, but the keys are wider, and then they I guess they kind of have a different curve to them, yeah. so it's
1: easier to hit the edges. Yeah.
0: And then they, they they come in flat, so it's shallow, but because of the mechanism and the steel dome it feels just really nice and clicky and normal. Right, right. And, right. Um, yeah, it was good. So why, why are you going to buy one or not?
1: Um, so the, the, there are two factors for me right uh-huh. now. One is that uh, this MacBook Air clearly is not dead, uh, and justifying owning two laptops is difficult. Right. Um, I think that um, a work laptop and a personal desktop makes a lot of sense uh maybe combined with a personal tablet but just the the concept of owning two tab or laptops has never worked well for me mm-hmm. what i find is that i end up uh, using one 99.9 of the time and the other 1.1 of the time mm-hmm. uh, at, and in that at that point i'm like i need to sell this thing because it's not getting enough use um so that's where i'm at right now this, this Air is still a very important part of my life uh and i just don't know if i have room for another one
0: so okay we should actually like We didn't get into it much, but uh, my review, I basically said two things that I think are true still. One, um, it makes me hate my Air. (laughs) Yeah. And two, it basically feels, and I know, Chris, you've said this, it feels like the iPad Air 2 decided to, like, up and become a Mac. Yes. yes. It, yeah. it, the thing feels as well put together and yeah. well, like, crafted as an iPad. Yep. And it has kind of the same amount of power.
1: <laughs> fair, <laughs> right? fair. And it has one port. And like, it has <laughs> just
0: one single little reversible port. Yeah. um, But, like, this is where laptops are going. Right. There's no question about that.
2: Right. And what does that mean?
0: It means that you your next laptop or the one after that is going to be fanless. It's going to have an incredibly high-resolution screen. It's going to be... St- Stupid, crazy thin it's gonna last somewhere in the neighborhood of eight hours and uh it's gonna be maybe not the most powerful thing you could buy
2: but don't you want power like if i were to buy a new macbook i would probably buy
1: the 13 inch retina right because it's a macbook pro like you can't like but when's the last time you needed that power yeah, how much 4K video editing are you doing, Sam? Um, Be honest.
2: Zero. But, <laughs> you know, when I, I run two browsers and usually there's 10 to 15 tabs open in each, Slack's always open, TweetDeck's always open, Twitter for Mac's always open. Yeah. And, like, you know, I like I don't like turning off my computer. I like leaving it on and coming back to right where I was. And sometimes the laptop hangs. Um, And this is the Haswell Air. Right. So if I were to buy a new machine, I wouldn't want to just buy something that, you know, can just like, you could just browse the internet on. That's like the the new Air feels like... Like, like I
0: said, a $1,300 Chromebook. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Basically, <laughs>
2: yeah. That runs OS X. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I want in a lot of cases.
2: Yeah. I just, I just don't want to spend that much on it. I just feel like if you're going to spend that much on it, it should have a better processor. Like, will they put Skylake in this thing ever? Probably not. Core M, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: At least it's not Adam.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, Well, so you can uh, life hack, life hack alert. Oh god! Uh, You can build to order uh, the new MacBook with a Core M one point three, which boosts to one to two point nine. It's not available in stores. Yeah, but that
0: boost doesn't matter. Yeah, like it's it's helpful and like it makes it makes discrete individual tasks feel okay briefly. But like, if you're doing serious photo editing or (laughs) you're doing the other thing that destroys MacBooks, which is running Chrome.
1: Right It Ouch. doesn't help
0: in the long term. yeah um, by the way, uh, Vlad put up this piece, and I, I know it also applies to Windows to some extent, although I feel like Chrome runs better on Windows than it does on a Mac, but yeah. Chrome on a Mac, it's a nightmare. It's terrible
1: yeah yeah and in Safari, uh, I was uh, uh, originally very bullish on it, but one, there's still a few UI Dude, problems that just
0: are just let me pin a tab let right. me pin a tab. Yes, why can't I pin a tab? Thank you That's all I want. Uh, and there's no good extensions that I've found that I trust that yeah. are good for doing that.
1: Yeah. Uh, it also has a tendency to, once you get beyond a certain tab limit, it goes haywire in a way that Chrome doesn't. Right. Right um which is not pleasant there's there's no good answer just stop browsing and
0: also apple apparently hates favicons and tabs yes this is the other thing like so if you've got a bunch of tabs it makes it harder to identify each individual one
1: yeah and it does this weird like thing where tabs get bigger and smaller i hate that yeah Yeah.
2: i hate that when you're like tabbing purging tabs in chrome they all stay the same size and then they dynamically shift yeah Uh, safari tab management is still so bad yeah i feel you on that hype check safari like a five. It's like, come on. Like they have it has the doesn't it have the new JavaScript engine or yeah. something or is that on iPhone? But I don't know. Like w- when I got the new MacBook, I was like, yeah, Safari is the best. And then Safari just s- sucks. Like I had this really.
0: Uh, it doesn't suck. It's just like it's designed. F- it's basic. It's basic.
2: It's basic. It's super fast. It's super b- easy it's on the basic. battery. Yeah, but
0: it's like I need like
2: a. need a, features. A, yeah, exactly. You need a browser with utilities. And right. Safari's like, lol. Go to Facebook. It, you, know, you know what it's time for You know what it's time for
1: what's that Firefox I'm just gonna put it out
0: there. Uh, I'm I'm <laughs> fire what I'm ethically not allowed to discuss Firefox no so yeah Dieter,
1: Dieter is has to recuse himself from this conversation
2: I, I, I um, used I used Firefox when I was like 14 because it was like the new hit browser and then Chrome came out and Chrome for life for now
1: so when you were 14 that was Firefox what uh 3.0 4.0 I don't even 1.0 remember. came out when oh you were God. five <laughs> I don't uh, remember yeah no, it, it, it actually, you know, it, Firefox is one of those things where it's on my machine, and every, like, two months, it's kind of like my Xbox, where every time I start it up, it has to, like, update itself, because it's been that long since I started last. Mm-hmm. And it seems to get, it seems to be in a really good place right now, and I should probably give it a chance, I just haven't. Um, yeah.
0: All right, sorry, M- MacBook.
1: MacBook. You're not going to buy one. And if you do, I'm, you're going to buy the space gray one. I'm torn. Space gray or gold, definitely not silver. Yeah, silver's. Bust. yeah well it's not bust it's just played because everything right. is silver yeah. um
0: speaking of played the screen on this macbook air like i feel like apple is intentionally not putting a retina screen on the macbook air to like make me buy the more expensive new macbook
1: yeah. like th- come on you can regularly get the 11 inch macbook air for 7.99 now yeah. like it's not difficult but the screen is so bad like every
2: yeah. most other screens we look at when you watch television it's nineteen twenty by ten eighty and you're sitting far back enough where you know you don't strain your eyes but not that I'm straining my eyes with this is fourteen forty by nine hundred right yeah but this is retina, the iPads are retina, the new MacBooks are retina. Why isn't this retina? Right. It's like it's a joke. It will be point. eventually. I mean they can't will it hold that. That's hold the out thing. thing. Like what if they will what it? if they what, they, what they if, if they leave, leave, leave this Yeah. And,
0: and then cause like the reason I, I used to say I don't care about retina is I care more about battery life. Yeah. And at least with the MacBook, they've like they've balanced that yes. pretty yeah. well. They yeah. did it with a super slow processor, but they did it. Um, and on the new Mac, or you know, the MacBook Pros, the new one in the, the last generation. It's good enough for me, which is weird. I'm usually not the kind of person that says good enough when it comes to battery life, but like mm. it's it's pretty close. Uh, I feel like it's not that much work to do the same on a Air, given how right. well they've done it screens, and they're they're just not doing it. So, yeah. like this is the new cheap low end MacBook, and that's super
1: weird. Like the Air is like the the cheap kind of crappy Mac now. <laughs> But it's not because the 13 is basically the same price as the MacBook, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you can get one. I have to look. But this is the computer that I've used, this model or the one before it. It's been like four or five years, basically, since this model of the Air came out. This yeah. this form factor is the only thing I've used, and I've been super-duper happy. Yeah. And I was super-duper happy until I started using Retina laptops on a regular basis. And now it just feels kind of meh.
1: Everything feels like kind of clunky and loose. and that's insane. Like yeah. you understand that's objectively insane oh, to say is, that yeah. this
0: thing, which uh, Microsoft, you know, Windows PC makers have been chasing for literally half a decade, is like starting to feel clunky. It's only yeah. by comparison to the the new MacBook. Right. I sound I sound like such a, a Apple fanboy, and I'm sure I'm getting iVerge tweets right that's now. Cool. But it is. It's like incredibly good hardware. Well, um,
1: it's it's really more to do with just the difference. It, it's a strictly brand aside. It's strictly a hardware thing. It's just like 3.5 inch touchscreen phones used to feel enormous, and now they yep. feel microscopic. So it's right. the same yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah, but that new MacBook just TLDR of the conversation. That is
2: ridiculous hardware. I check ten Again. out of ten. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts how crazy that laptop is. It is gorgeous. gorgeous. I wish I had
0: it here with me, but um, yeah.
2: Go look at it in an Apple store. It'll blow your mind. And I just want to talk. I love talking about the um, trackpad. That thing still continues to melt my brain. So it melts
0: your brain for about an hour. You're Like I can't, how does this work? This is dark magic. And then it's just a trackpad. It's a really good trackpad. But, but it's, but when you think about how it works, like how often do you really like think about how it works? You get you get you get like an hour, of that what, and
2: then it's just a trap. Uh, to me, right now, every time I click this thing, I'm like, "Where are the magnets? Where are the <laughs> magnets? Where are the magnets?" <laughs> I, I say that
1: in every aspect of my life. Just...
2: <laughs> Where are the <laughs> magnets? Yeah. No, it's it's just it's crazy because when the laptop is off, it's like just a piece of glass. And then the first time I think I told this already on the Vergecast, but the first time I used Force Touch in the Apple Store on a MacBook, I felt like I was getting electrocuted in a sense. Like it didn't feel like a click. Oh, you know. there's the iVerge tweet. It, it happened to. uh. It happened to me the first time I used it, and then that sensation went away. Because right, it's it's electromagnets that are vibrating. And I'm Dieter. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is mm-hmm. there a speaker that like emits a fake clicky noise to give I, you that simulation?
0: I've heard conflicting reports.
2: Okay. In any event, the thing is cool. Yeah. Um, should we talk about WWDC? Mm, yeah, it's uh, it's happening sure. June eighth. Yeah. I mean, we're
0: expecting iOS nine. We're expecting. I'm hoping that they're going to Apple Watch fully detail Apple Watch native apps.
1: Yep, because yeah. that's oh. and uh, new OS ten and OS ten. Yeah, and
2: that's a lot. Yeah,
1: you know, do you really think well, they
0: can pull that off? I mean, they did. They did have Swift before, so like they know yeah. how to pack it in.
1: Yeah, and there will probably be some form of Mac refresh. It might oh, be a just stealth say. refresh. W- w- th- a 15 <sighs> inch with uh, Force Touch. Yes or no? The MacBook. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's a minor. I mean, like keep in mind that at the last Apple event. Uh, that was something that was said in passing. Yes. Yeah. Tim Cook spent like 30 seconds on the 13 inch. Yeah. Literally. Uh, so that could be something they could do very quickly or not at all. And just do it as a stealth update. Uh, and, uh, there could be some iMac refreshes. TV stuff. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Come on man. Oh, <laughs> you mean Apple, You mean like the yeah, box? Yeah, but not not, okay. not the you it's Got not a regular that. Gene Munster over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, the I mean the no, invite. No, so
0: there was uh I think I think it was uh John Gruber who said that yes, the, the, like... the outline of the square in the invite looked a little bit like an Apple TV and there's always criminology whenever these invite images yeah. come right. out. But in, so look, in, it was a photos icon with a bunch of icons around it. Yeah. Like icon shapes around it and then if you look closely like oh, there's like a round direct square kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um be an apple tv we're expecting a new one yeah i think that was originally reported by peter Kafka. and we're expecting apps uh yep we're expecting apps thank god oh, long overdue uh only give me apps if you fix your interface yeah because the number
0: of icons that i have that just like randomly appear every day yeah
1: is and then you have to go in out of control you have to go in and like hide the ones you don't want
0: yeah it's the it's worst insane. yeah and like moving around and like I, I didn't ask for
1: this. Yeah, I, I didn't ask for that either. Okay, here's another thing I don't want. I still don't know what Crunchyroll is oh, after God. all these years. Crunchyroll, yeah, is yeah. where he, is in a, a portal to watch anime. No, it's kind of sushi. Okay. It's b- both of these things. I'm gonna return to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, you wanted to be up here, and uh, yeah. it, it, it's no, it's great. It's
2: yeah.
1: great. I like and, it. And I'm gonna throw out a, a we're like
0: we're like we're like the the B team. We're the, we're the B squad uh, for VergeCast. <laughs> Um the backup, may, maybe backup B minus. B minus. B- 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 uh, <laughs> B- uh hype check. Gonna, hype check this VergeCast squad. Just kidding.
2: Every time we should, you say hype check, it, it goes, to goes to the next Yes, <laughs> It's perfect.
0: Uh, we should talk about the Surface 3.
1: Wait, I want to say one more thing. I want okay. There's the iMac, it it's it's an outlier, but there's the iMac 8K rumor, which I think is. Oh my god, we want to never see that as that Nothing compares to the current iMac. I agree that it's nonsense. I just want to throw it out there as an outlier rumor possibility. I, I, so, so the the current high end iMac is a 5K
2: screen, yeah. right? And yeah. there's a rumor that the next iMac is going to have an 8K screen. Mm-hmm. Uh 2016. You know what I want? A cinema display. Yes, yes. come on. Yes, there. the cinema display is still what? The is it still it's 1080P? Still a giant 1080? bust? I don't even know. 1920
0: Jeez. by something something. Uh, it's yeah.
2: yeah. Uh,
1: and Mac Pro definitely not. No, that's... But even if they do, it's like who actually cares? Like, <laughs> like a, I'm sorry. It's like a, it's it's something that no actual human buys unless you do a lot of video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Dieter, take it away. Surface three. Take well, you tell me about the Surface three.
0: You know all about it. Um, I didn't review it. I just. So... I, I was just talent. We did a video, and I was uh, on the microphone. I was the talent for the video, channeling Tom Warren's opinions. I didn't. I've okay, only used so... this thing for a couple hours myself. So, his... although, listen to this. Huh. That's, that it, has three, it, has, it has three, has three clicky, clicky spots for the hinge. Oh, God, it's
2: so loud. Um, well, so, it's a table. So the, the Surface 3 is a new Surface for Microsoft. Yep. And if you're confused, that's fine <laughs> because Microsoft has had a product called the Surface Pro 3, right. which ran full Windows, mm-hmm. was basically... Really well specced out for what it is. Yeah, it's great laptop. Um, and or laptop yeah. or whatever, whatever it actually <laughs> it's is. A great, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great, a great thing. <laughs> it's a great thing. It's a great Surface. And now Microsoft recently uh, was like, hey, we're going to make a regular version of the Surface. Um, yeah, so it's what's different be, is it's not it's, the
0: Surface right. RT. It's not running Windows RT. It's just right. running Windows it's running 8. actual 1.
2: Windows. It's a little bit smaller, a little yeah. bit cheaper. Um, Doesn't have a fan, right? It's, yeah, fanless it's fanless. Also, it's got
0: an Atom processor, which again sounds like, oh, that's the worst. But it's actually like better than what you think of when you think of, of Atom processors on um, uh, netbooks. That said, uh, it like the Mac, like the MacBook, uh, it can't handle heavy duty stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom thinks it's pretty good. I am a little bit harsher on it in terms of its performance under like load, uh, but it's still like not bad. And the keyboard. I, I, You know, I, the d- keyboard's a little bit less than full size, I think. Uh, but even so, like, it feels fine to me. Um, it's But the problem is, like, you can get the base model for 499 which is like, oh, hey, great, cheap. It's, like, the right price for a high-end tablet. Mm-hmm. And it's got a 3 by 2 aspect ratio. So, it actually, you can use it in portrait mode. And it feels kind of competitive with the iPad. But um, if you're looking at just buying this thing just as a tablet, you're not going to have a ton of fun, I don't think. Because uh, weird aspect ratio. You want one. you want the keyboard. You want the mouse, and you probably want to get the slightly more expensive version that's got four gigs of RAM.
2: What are the, What is the pricing of this?
0: I think the so this is four ninety nine, and then the keyboard's one hundred and thirty, and then if you want the stylus, I, I don't another know, it's like 80 another eighty or something,
2: fifty or, 50, or eighty, whatever maybe. it is. Yeah. So, so you, you start quickly. adding it
0: all together, and all of a sudden you're looking at seven hundred bucks mm-hmm. and. I don't know, like at, at, at 500 bucks, it's like, yeah, I, this is like something that if you love windows and you kind of want something that could be a tablet every now and then, uh, and you don't mind the hinge, like you have to like start slicing off, like if you want this and if you want this and yeah, if you want right. this, then like you're in that zone, then this is great. Yeah. But like, I don't know how big that zone is. And like, I I can see myself fitting in that zone sometimes, but most times not so much.
1: Look, I, I know Microsoft and basically every Windows OEM is desperate still after all these years to make these insane form factors work. If all Microsoft did was make this device but with a real keyboard, I said this on the last Vergecast, and Wh- now I'm saying it. Why? That's what like, Tom said
2: in the review. Why? I'm saying,
1: why doesn't Microsoft make their
2: own hardware yeah. like this? Like, what is the point of this form factor? Yeah, I mean, this is no. I mean, um, I don't know. It's. It's not for me. Maybe it's 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 for other people because humans buy that machine, right? right? But like, I mean, for me,
0: like, I still want to believe in the principle of the Surface. I still want to believe that uh, there is like a machine where keyboard is optional and it can basically be a tablet and mm-hmm. it lasts all day and it runs you know full operating system. Like I I believe in the idea of the Surface, but it's been three and a half years, however yeah. long it's been, and. They still haven't made the thing that makes me go, yes, I'm in that sweet spot of the perfect customer for this thing. Right. And
2: I'm just thinking if Apple did this too, would I be interested in something that detaches like that?
0: I I don't know. Really? Because if if Apple did anything, you...
2: No, I'm not buying the MacBook. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. And I'm not spending crazy amounts of money on the watch.
0: When's your watch arrive? Mine doesn't arrive till like late May. That's because you're a
1: buster. What? Um, Dude. Just because I didn't have the app on me when the pre-orders came. See, that's the secret. If you don't have, well, we learned that with iPhone six. If you yeah. don't have the app, you're you're screwed. Yeah, I had to wait like an extra four minutes or five minutes. Is that all it took? And you got yeah. pushed out to May. Our producer
0: Jordan, who's sitting for John, has, has just said something. to me.
2: Oh. oh, wow. Wow. He ordered with the app. Yeah, so I, I got my email at 3.03 in the morning. So Saying that your order was saying accepted. Saying that it was done, yeah. And it, I still have delivery for 24 to 5.8. So hopefully uh, <coughs> next week's VergeCast, I will be dripping in sweat because my watch will be somewhere oh my God. on
1: on this. Well, actually, <laughs> your watch probably is already somewhere. It's just not <laughs> it's, in your hands. On my wrist. <laughs> right. Um, it's probably already been made let's put it that way
2: i would say so yeah um yeah so the surface i don't know it's like cool microsoft i'm glad you're doing that but do do, have, do they announce numbers of sales like uh, do they do hardware numbers like, like yeah Apple they does? have yeah is the surface i mean it's it's not uh, a huge Apple, I mean, they, they had
0: to write down that one right like they had to like
1: do once. Well th- so the yeah. Surface 3 Pro um I'm sure Pro Tom 3. is listening to this Pro 3 excuse me is uh is better performing than previous surfaces for sure. Yeah. Um no and it, it's that and rightly so that yeah. that's a
0: really really nice machine.
1: Right. And that hinge that
0: it like smoothly works at any angle you're like oh yeah this this makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other thing and the Surface 3 does the same thing where the keyboard has a little magnet so it like angles into the actual tablet so it's more stable Mm -hmm. like it's it's yeah that's yeah um
1: so yeah i I will say i love this color it reminds me of the old nokia phones yeah this is dope this cyan is dope um right it's good this keyboard feels really great yeah actually like
0: the the track part is way too small
1: the trackpad is entirely too small is miniature and it's because they're trying to force you into touching the screen right
0: no it's just because they needed to ke- make a keyboard as big as possible but still fit the overall outlines of the device yeah there's just no other place to stick a trackpad on this
2: thing yeah i mean
0: look, <laughs> yeah no, if like, this is the feeling like microsoft is cool again here's the we thing. all believe it and we want no, yes, them to true. succeed because the hardware it's not like like jewelry quality oh my god this is the most beautiful thing i've ever touched but it's like
2: Really quality, especially
0: at five five hundred bucks.
2: If you're a college student out there listening to this Vergecast, or a human out there listening to this Vergecast, that uses a Surface as your daily driver, not if you own a Surface and it sits on your shelf. If you use a Surface for work or school, please email me and tell me your experience and describe it to me in detail because I'm genuinely interested. Because right, like I use my MacBook in a lot of different positions. Like it's on my desk. Then I could bring it on my lap and then I can lay in bed with it on my chest. It could sit on the couch and, you know, and this thing just feels ergonomically, you you know, I was asking Dan who um, was playing with this for a while. Lapability is not the best with this thing. The other Surface is definitely better because it has that infinite hinge. Um, The Pro 3 has the infinite hinge, but um, yeah, it's definitely a nice device. Don't get me wrong. I just, it's, I don't see... Why you would buy this over a you know four hundred dollar touchscreen laptop with a real keyboard that
1: folds? Well, why you even a touchscreen laptop? Why not yeah. just a laptop? So, yeah, I still have, r- no one to this day, no one has convinced me that I need a touchscreen on my laptop. Yeah, I, I Well, it's not a laptop. Well, on my I just what, took the surface off the keyboard. Yeah, but th- so there are there, there's no shortage of laptop not from Microsoft, but there, there's no shortage of laptops on the market with with touchscreens. Those exist. Right. Those are a thing.
0: Uh. So I think before I let you guys go and kick you out to uh, to read ads and also talk to uh, about Star Wars because that's what I actually want to do. Um, Sean O'Kane put up a really great piece about Formula E electronic car racing. Oh yeah, he did. And he did. Chris, yes. I would I would like you, for you to explain to me what this is and why yeah. I should care because. I get what? NASCAR. I don't, I'm not super into it, but I understand it. And I kind of get standard IndyCar, car. And I guess this is mm-hmm. the same thing. And
2: Chris is but... our resident. No, this is our expert.
1: So it, it's considering how similar the cars look to F one cars or Indy cars. It's actually shocking how different the series actually is. Okay. Um, so there the are a variety of constraints imposed by the fact that these are electric vehicles. They're all electric. There's no gas whatsoever. So the, the, weirdest thing that these guys have to do is halfway through the race. They have to pit physically, get out of their car, run to a second car, get in and keep going. Oh wow. Because Uh, the battery's dead, right? They can only go like (laughs) 35 to 40 miles on a charge. I think, um, so that's one difference. Two, they can only do road courses right now because the um, the longevity of the battery is largely dependent on regenerative braking, which mm-hmm. they do on a road course. On an oval course, like you're more prone to see an in IndyCar, there is no regenerative braking because you're always going full out. You're going 200 miles an hour full time. Uh, and that's another thing. These cars don't have the, the top speed um, of a traditional indycar or formula one car so there are a lot of constraints but they're working pretty well within those constraints i think and the um sean points out in the piece and i think this is very true that the the specific constraints in formula e in many ways make it more interesting they try to fit the entire race into a single day which makes it a more accessible experience than like going to a nascar race where like you basically have to get there on thursday and camp camp out until sunday
0: yeah but that's the fun it's part of the fun have you ever been to a nascar race where you did that camping
1: no. I have. You've been it, to a NASCAR race. That
2: yeah, dude, did it, Las Vegas.
0: It was amazing. Why? There were people like riding they people made trains out of like lawnmowers and were just riding around the camps, just hanging out. They like like trailer them up and a different person would lead it. It's
1: the most NASCAR thing I've ever heard. It was great. It was that <laughs> you know, is the, that is murka. The you. Um, <laughs> the
0: amount of like drinking there is I'm, beyond
1: I can imagine anything I could describe I can ima- no don't get me wrong there, there's certainly an appeal to that but I think that there's also an appeal to like I I have an afternoon to spend I'm gonna go right. check out this cool race
0: so is it snooty that's one of the reasons I don't like F1 I just I uh, feel like every
1: everything there is like well FIA bit- FIA as an organization which is Formula E's parent organization just like F1 and WRC yeah. is a snooty organization and right. it will be as long as Bernie Ecclestone is in charge <laughs> <Okay>. um <laughs> I- so you could just
0: keep – you could make up acronyms and names at this point, and I would just be like, yep, okay. No, I hear I, you. Yeah, I, yeah. Look, I, well, the will the Listen, news- is still <laughs> running the show over there, and the McGroogan family is well-known for being pretentious jerks.
1: If, if you look up Bernie, you'll find plenty of uh, backstory on why he's a terrible human being. Okay. Um, But anyway, I I think that Formula E is pretty well insulated from that because it's young and it's run by a different group of people. Uh, And it's very, very clearly the future. There are so many uh, really talented drivers involved with this series who are very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And young people appear to be very interested in it at the same time that NASCAR ratings are going down. So I think that they have a good opportunity to, to capitalize on on some mojo here, if they can keep it going. So
0: are they going to do like the way the NASCAR worked is they it was really personality driven. Right. Yeah. And like, you got into like the racers and the teams and yep. the, like the soap opera infighting and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And then I feel like most other racing is just like the tech, the cars, you might care a little bit of the drivers, but you're, you're like, you like, you pick your, your team and then you, you just kind of, it's more straightforward. Is this going to, yeah. are they going to try and go NASCAR soap opera E on it?
1: Well, so in in F1, I think that personalities play a role. In Formula E, uh, Sean tells me that um, they are FIA is very bad about giving uh, uh, spectators access to the drivers and the paddocks after the race, which is an integral part of the NASCAR experience, right? Like, it's really important that you be able to interact with the drivers that you like.
0: Yeah, well, don't, like, a lot of NASCAR tracks have, like, RV camps in the middle of the track? Right, exactly.
1: And in Formula E, they're not doing that yet. Uh, so we'll see. I agree. That's Also would they
0: let point. would they let an RV
1: anywhere near Formula E? Probably not. They're snooty, right? They're, I, mean, I, 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 I don't like snooty. You I mean if you brought an electric RV maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. All right. Uh guys,
0: I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go to take us to the money zone. Okay. Are you ready?
2: Bring us there. Do it. All right. I'm going to prepare a snap.
0: Have you ever worked with a corporate intranet, Sam? Not internet intranet? I have not. Well, if you have, you know that it's usually really painful. It's usually really crappy. Uh, I've heard. Everything on it is stale. Nobody keeps it up to date. It's really ugly. It's really hard to use. You can't get to it on your phone. Well, there is uh, an intranet made by a company called Igloo, and it's actually designed for the user. It lets you flexibly get your work done how you want, where you want, and on whatever device that you want. They're building an internet that's meant for 2015, not for 1997. I've used internets that were meant for 1997. I used internets in 1997, and <laughs> uh, you know what? Didn't didn't enjoy not it. Not fun. I'm looking at you, Pillsbury. Your internet was terrible. Um, Igloo, however, is built with <laughs> easy to use apps. It has file sharing, calendars, social news feeds, and task management. Everything on it can be social with comments and like buttons right there in your internet. Anyone can add content, but there are permissions to make sure that nothing goes wrong, and there are drag-and-drop widgets and WYSIWYG editors for the text boxes. Igloo also makes use of responsive web design, so it looks fantastic on all of your devices. So you probably want to sign up. So go to igloosoftware.com slash vergecast, and you'll get a free trial, and you can get started right now, today, this very moment. Right now. Right now. Today's episode of The Verge Cast is also brought to you by Squarespace. It is, as I told you earlier, the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you or your ideas. So how do you get started? Uh, I will tell you. You go to squarespace.com, and you go to the Build a Website button, and you start making a website. You can pick one of their beautiful templates. They have a free trial that you can use. It's very fast, it's risk-free, and you don't even need to use a credit card to get started. So why would you bother wanting to do this? So the thing with the templates is they don't just look nice, they're actually responsive, which means they'll work on basically any device you can throw at it. They'll scale all the way down to your phone, to your tablet, and up to your giant, huge desktop screen. If you want to sell something on your site, and why wouldn't you want to sell something on your site, you can do that. They've got a super easy online store that is free that can come uh, with the service. Also, you can't beat the ease or the simplicity of Squarespace. You get 24/7 online support and it only costs 8 bucks a month. You can even get a free domain name if you buy Squarespace for the entire year. So, you're going to decide to do it. I think you should go to Squarespace and use offer code verge to get 10% off your first purchase. That is promo code verge. We thank Squarespace for supporting the Vergecast. Squarespace. Build a beautiful.
2: So I've been using Periscope. Uh, oh, no. We should talk about
0: Twitter's new. Uh, <laughs> we should. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Steam rules tell me right about in. Tell me about Twitter's new know?
0: homepage for logged out uh, users. Okay, fine. fine yeah, yeah.
2: Fine. We could talk about that. Um, so up until yesterday, Twitter.com uh, or Twitter, if you were logged out, Um was pretty bad in design um if you
0: went to twitter.com you just saw please sign up and that was like all you could do and here's the crazy thing i'm totally stomping all over you i'm sorry it's
2: it's cool uh
0: it only uh it had i'm sorry it only had that thing for how many visitors do you think went and saw that page 125 million like that's That's the number that we heard that's That's yeah. It's just it's. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. Yeah.
2: It's, it's peanuts. That's yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, um, I actually in uh, I don't remember what class it was. I was an IT major at uh, Rutgers, and I remember taking a class and evaluating um, homepages of social networks. And, like, Facebook's homepage and Twitter's homepage, and I I feel like it was, like, maybe Pinterest and Tumblr, they all looked similar in the sense that, right, you said, Dieter, like they want you to sign up. They assume that everyone that's going to that homepage, you know, wants to sign up maybe. And that was probably not the right approach. So Twitter, to, to get to the meat of this, Twitter redesigned its homepage. Um, and I'm just going to go to Twitter.com on my browser because I can talk about it better like that. But now when you go to Twitter.com, It has this nice blue box up top that says, see what's happening right now. Find community conversation and inspiration. There's no Oxford comma there, which bothers me. Find community conversation and inspiration about the things you love. So you could search Twitter right from the homepage now, and it's like right there and prominent. And then there are, I think it's 18 boxes of Various types of content, yep. celebrities, politics, general news, country artists, tech blogs, and reporters. Okay, it's right there. <laughs> if you go to
0: Twitter.com uh, and you look at, like, news, there's, like, journalists and analysts and reporters. And you uh, you go to, I don't know, entertainment, and there's stars and critics. And you look at science, and it's science, news, and journalists. Uh, and then tech blogs and reporters, you guys, Emily's <laughs> trying to sit down really quietly. She's trying to not be interruptive.
2: When I, when I hear we're, the word, we're just killing time. So that before know, we can talk about what we really stretch, want to talk about, when I hear stretch. the words tech blog, <laughs> I just, I just cringe to myself. Like I wrote a tech blog, like, oh, uh, hype, hype check twitter.com. It looks really nice right now. I gotta say, it's it's uh, like probably like seven.
3: Twitter.com? Twitter dot com. Twitter dot
2: com. They yeah. redesigned. They redesigned Twitter dot com.
3: I go to that website a lot. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> wait, Emily, you use Twitter in um, the browser? Yeah interesting
3: why would i why would i you, you torture myself with no. with, with, with an a app tweet called TweetDeck? yeah i hate i hate that <laughs> information
2: <thing>. I, <laughs> overload i've used
3: tweet deck i used <laughs> to use hootsuite like back in the day Oh,
4: okay. uh,
3: i've used i don't know horrible
4: south by flashbacks right now
3: <laughs> oh my god no that's that's all that hootsuite is to me now like it used to be my main console for an wow. old job that i had mm-hmm. and now i just remember the the hootsuite uh, mobile, the, the, the mobile, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, okay, so now that we've got the, I could keep talking about Twitter, but entertainment I think experts. More importantly, I, so Dieter's very excited.
3: I, to <laughs>
2: Woo! I really can't Woo! wait to see that movie in theaters. Like, Holy shit, I am, I am excited, very and I excited. haven't even seen all the original Star Wars, and I'm what? excited about that. Are
4: you? Wow. Come on! Okay, okay,
3: okay, okay. Let's talk like Sam. Every, it was like, we were going to talk about the new Star <laughs> Wars trailer. We we're going to talk about the
0: Force Awakens, but no, we're going to spend the next forty-five minutes talking R- about R- the fact Sam. Why Sam are Sheffer, you excited about dude. it? If you
3: haven't, you have no idea how many times I have seen every single Star Wars movie, including the prequels. I just watched over them, I just frame watched by prequels frame. last night. Okay, I've obsessed Which over ones? these movies for First most time. of my life and right. adult life. I'm sorry, and I am I go dead, go inside <laughs> right dead inside right now. Wait,
2: I don't you're dead inside. Know. I'm just
3: dead inside over what? Oh God, I don't know, man. Like, you don't think
2: this is going to be good? It's going to be great.
3: It's going to be fine, but it's like I want. Oh. I want to wait. I want to wait and watch the damn thing. Like I don't. I I cannot. I I cannot stand all of this. Like the it's a convention, four day convention about like four pieces of content, like like a couple movies and a video game and the uh, the TV show. Like, but mostly about the movie and a trailer for it. It's like it's. Out of control. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm hype checking this Thank thing.
1: you. <laughs> and it <is> probably like <laughs> negative You guys want to switch 000. places?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. And, and this is the thing. It's like I. This is my strongest fan relationship with any uh, property that exists is with Star Star Wars. And you right? don't. You're not. Well, you're not
0: hyped. You're like actually burned out already.
3: I'm burned out already. I want to <sighs> wait. Like I'll get excited. Like this is the thing. Is like I want to be excited in the weeks leading up to the, the film coming out. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, I, 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 yeah, I just don't want to think about it until then. Like, what are we, what are we, we have to
2: maintain this through to Christmas.
3: Like, we really want to know every single plot point
2: that you get no plot points from that trailer.
3: I know. But like that, then the, the panels and stuff, you get, you get
0: some, you get get some some.
4: points. It's the future.
0: Somebody's in charge of the clone army. Yeah. And that somebody is not the empire because they have a different different logo. logo. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Whole different thing. What? What's There's up? a new villain. I'm excited. The Sith are back. You know that. Uh, well, that, you assume. The hand. No, yes. thing, Maybe they're like he new Sith. That right. frame might is be so like uh, sick. Dark Force like acolyte or something like this. Right. Could, so, be, like, could be the Sath. <laughs> the sad <laughs> the, SIDS. the SIDS you know
1: <laughs> no <laughs>
3: uh, rough sorry
4: um, uh. so like yeah, but how
0: awesome is the uh, the idea of them like flying around through the ruins of a Star Destroyer that's been like marooned on a planet that's cool like Amazing. I like
3: uh, yeah I like I like that shot it's cool it's like it's just enough of a nod and it's not yeah I mean a lot of the other stuff is just like we're going to bring back everything that like I, I don't know I I think that I was m- almost more excited about the first trailer because yeah. it seemed to have more whole cloth reinvented stuff in it instead of like uh now we just got Luke talking and then you get a shot of Chewie and Han at the end it's like I I am excited about a new story and I'm excited about like you know figuring out what you know the different characters are going to be or what they I'm going to say a weird are. thing
0: uh, I have a weird thing too, but you go first.
4: Okay, so I'm willing to see this work and work really well more than the prequels because it's the difference of having like an established property and then making a prequel series that depends on the future. And now you have something that's set in the future of this previous property. So like you have all this like narrative like like work that's already been done that you can just extend as opposed to like we have to build this background and kind of make sense. Even though, like, you kind of have to realize. Darth Vader should know that Luke Skywalker is his son because he has to say same last name. So right. <laughs> what a name! Right. So like this should probably work as well as Girl Meets World works as compared to Boy Meets World. Wow. So because like you have all these background characters that you don't need to know. Uh-huh. But if you do know them, then it's amazing. That's like my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Characters, like, like you have Mr. Feeney. Well, you don't have Mr. Feeney. You have Corey and Sean. No, you, you got
3: to use Star Wars. Oh, I'm sorry. no! I, I,
0: I thought maybe like I, I'm like, oh man, Mr. Feeney. What what race is he? What alien oh God, is no. he? That's well, awesome.
4: Well, you, <laughs> you have Luke, Leia, you have Han, you have Chewie, but you still have the central characters, who are the new characters that you're supposed to care about, right? So like, if they're like, and it to be looks the focal like they're points. setting
0: up a, a structure of like the th- of three people. So
3: that
4: there's that same sort of
0: core dynamic
3: amongst
4: the main characters. I'm hoping
3: that's just like a good formula thing that they have.
4: So if you pull that down and it works, then oh, you have this like expanded universe of just like cool shit that's happening.
0: Right. Um, The the weird thing I was going to say is watching the trailer. Man, Luke Skywalker not not very good at building a fire. (laughs) fire? Darth's helmet was like only like like one quarter melted.
3: I bet it has been built to withstand a lot of stuff though. Yeah, I mean, okay. it is Darth Vader, like you True. know, he's gotta have some I mean, yeah. It looks like it sort of melted over a skull, kind of assumed the shape of the skull. Yeah, There's like still yeah. some structural integrity of the skull, which is actually more surprising. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 get get deep on this right now, you guys. Oh, man. Um Yeah, I don't know. Um New Stormtroopers,
4: sort yeah. of. Yeah.
3: They look different. Right.
4: 30 years go by, things kind of, like, round out a little bit. The thing
0: that I'm happy about is, and because I, I just watched the first two prequels to mm-hmm. get ready, because the, the, the things just came out on iTunes and Google Play and whatever else. Right. Um, the thing that I realized I didn't hate as much, well, I mean, the thing I hated the most, and I forgot how much I hated it, was uh, these movies have got these giant battles, like these mm-hmm. giant, like, war battles that, like, feel like they have no real good stakes, and there's no, it's all feels very cgi and there's, like, just hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of droids and troopers running around everywhere. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, the, like, the camera is always at, like, 10,000 feet at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't see that here. Like, all the right. action is right there the, on it. There's like not the massive numbers of stuff. droids. Yeah. yeah. Like,
3: those are the best action sequences of Star Wars, whether it's the speeder chase or, or any of the dogfights. It's like, it's, like, just two things and it's just... Exciting to watch, you know. It's like a Fast and Furious movie, uh. or whatever. Like it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not this huge abstract thing with all these little, uh, uh, you know, artificial intelligence units clobbering each other. And it just looks like a video game. Like there's actual, yeah. identif- uh, identifiable ship characters that are interacting with each other. So. The
4: benefit of practical effects.
0: Let's talk. Like this is happening because Star Wars Celebration is going on, and this is the thing you're talking about. Emily, like, what is this thing? You guys watched the whole live
4: stream. I, I didn't see any of it. I
0: didn't so, like, watch it. Uh, I saw. We yeah,
4: <laughs> I saw the live stream. So basically, you had um, Kathleen Kennedy and JJ Abrams trotted out for this massive event for fans and for press and everything like this about the massive property that Star Wars is now. Mm-hmm. And you had all the stars come out—the new ones, John Boyega, uh, Oscar Isaac, and Daisy Ridley. You had the old stars, sans uh, Harrison Ford because he's injured or convalescing, and also too cool for school. Yeah, totally. You had the droids, so like you know ball droid is hanging out yeah bb-8 right yeah bb-8 bb-8 and tom what like so the, they, it they actually like a club.
3: he actually <laughs> they
0: actually
2: have like a like ball Blackberry rolling around
0: 8. with the head floating on it mechanically working live
2: on stage Maggots. yeah right? can we talk magnet. about that for like four seconds how does that work how does that work i bet no. that's not real i was, real. In, that's I was like blown a, away that's
3: a, that's a puppet that's no a brian puppet.
2: brian was there he was Creature he, shop he he <laughs> brian was <laughs> pretty convinced that it was real uh, there's like a little tiny person there holding a giant
0: magnet and running around like a <laughs> hamster yeah. inside Just a ball in the stage. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I could see that working. I don't know. I don't know. Rob, Rob I don't Rabbits, um, <laughs> cats, um,
4: small forest creatures. Uh,
3: yeah. I was talking to Ryan briefly before this started, and he was talking about, you know, he's going to be doing a write-up of this, but just talking about how the fandom of of Star Wars is sort of the most historically put-upon or abused fandom uh, of, like, the major franchises, and how now there's just this outpouring of joy because they're getting the love that they want or feel that they deserve. I would have right. thought that would have
4: been Trek, actually. but nah, like...
0: No, they didn't, Trek Trek might have had low points, but they never had, they never like, had as that low. low yeah. point. So here's my question. With all these new fans, like or old fans coming back, are there fans that like had been sticking with it the whole time that are really mad at all these noobs coming in and pretending like they, like, they didn't stick around for the bad times, so they don't deserve to be back now? I can imagine um, there being a fan war.
3: I don't know, I feel like i don't I don't ever get that sense from it of like you didn't stick it through the like 'cause no but the the people who stuck it through that didn't like that stuff. I think <laughs> they didn't stick through it and like convince themselves to like it out of integrity or loyalty. <laughs> oh, to I've their,
0: definitely read stories of people convincing themselves that the prequels were great, oh
3: my God, um, I have a friend who does a podcast specifically about Star Wars episode 1 like, like the I've whole podcast yeah i never listened to, the, yeah, never listened over to over it again. but yeah do you know what i'm talking about i know about? what you're talking yeah. about yeah it's pretty epic <laughs> <laughs> i'm supposed to go on it soon i you think. totally should. um yeah i mean i i i think i'm of two minds of the, the whole fan thing though because i think now it's like overcorrection i think right. that the, i think it's totally true that star Wars fans have been through some hard times and especially it's like they have this dad who keeps like yanking away the thing that they like or changing it or altering it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and there's just this very kind of, there's not this all out love for the creator of the thing that you like. There's a lot of angst there. Um, and now that it's just, like, you get everything you want, it sort of takes away some of the fun of being a Star Wars fan, which is getting to bitch and complain about <laughs> your, your trilogy, like, you had to buy your trilogy off of eBay from, like, a laser disc grip or whatever because you, cause you wanted to have the actual classic oh, version, right. which I did um, <laughs> back in, like, 2003 or whatever. But, yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, uh, it, it's, it's a different landscape now for being a Star Wars fan, for sure. I mean, Disney has just realized that, like, there's no end to the appetite that people will have for uh, spinoff stuff, products, uh, games, everything, and they're just, like, doubling down on it, apparently. And so, I mean, I don't... From a commercial standpoint, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, f- from a from a longtime fan standpoint, I feel a little like alienated by it.
0: But. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to. This sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life, but I'm going to say it. They're going to Marvel Cinematic Universe. It. Yeah. Right. Because they're Basically. they've got the core movies, but then there's going to be all these other like there's a Rogue Squadron. That's not or, a stupid thing called? to say. Like
3: literally everything is going to become that. Like. But Fast like and the Furious Star Wars was was, become-
0: a, was a universe to be. Yeah. with and they like there was the expanded universe whatever but now they're gonna they're they're gonna chain movies together so like yeah so this is doing it transformers is doing it which is oh my uh, god <laughs> the worst dc the is worst. trying
4: desperately to do it oh yeah and, um, yeah we could talk about that forever so I've how long it. is
0: this gonna last how long until these these giant narrative universes break down and we can not or is it just, are we going to live in this world for another decade? A
4: decade? Like,
3: I think there's going to be a revolt. Like, I think people are going to revolt at a certain point because no other kind of, it's going to be, it's sort of like, like class stratification. It's like, there's only going to be these huge franchise movies mm-hmm. that make a bazillion dollars and have to make that much to keep the thing afloat. And then there's gonna be like the, the movies that are are not that are gonna get tinier and tinier and tinier. It's just like the remo- like you're taking out the middle class of movies basically. Right. And yeah. and I think there's going to be at a certain point people are gonna push back from that, whether it's like filmmakers or or people who just enjoy watching movies that aren't franchise movies. Which you know, there's is some that of, a Marxist critique of, of Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just made it up.
0: Holy shit. Um, <laughs> but I feel like those those middle class movies are like now getting pushed into feeling like lower class movies because so many of them are just like going direct to iTunes in a way that feels dismissive. Like I I want the idea of being able to release a movie direct to the internet in addition to theaters. And that seems great to me, but it seems like it's a, whenever I see it, it's like, oh, the studio thinks this movie sucks.
3: It's still like a kind of, it's a vestigial thing of like, oh, direct to DVD. Like that's, that's a dumpster type thing to do. But you know, like, a lot of films, especially in indie level films, if they go straight to VOD or whatever, that's more people will see the movie, which honestly those those filmmakers are probably more interested in that than right. necessarily making a bunch of money. Like they want to break even and have a lot of people see their movie. Like that that's sort of the ideal scenario for a lot of those sorts of movies. Um yeah, I was just like in line at the salad place during lunch, and somebody was talking about their movie and how like they were they only had a streaming deal for it, and they were kind of complaining about it. And I was like, I was going to turn around to him and ask him about it because I was like, <laughs> that seems fine. Like now, like if you get a decent deal for it, then why not? Like yeah. more people will actually see your movie. So, um, but yeah. Anyway,
0: Sam, hype check this specific
2: trailer. You know how I feel about this already. <laughs> it's 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 excellent. I think it's really well done. Uh, I mean, right now, hype checking, it, it's ten out of ten without question. Maximal hype. Maximal hype. I mean, it just released this, the the uh, the Star Wars official account. The tweet that it tweeted has like twenty thousand retweets already. Um, oh,
3: it's mu- oh, that's it's a really good trailer. Then <laughs> no, I would say <laughs> the, the hype
2: surrounding Ouch. it. The hype surrounding it is definitely at, uh, approaching dangerous levels um but yeah i don't know i think it's really well shot i love the color grading on it it makes it look like it was shot in the 70s um you know oh. what i
3: will say um oscar isaac and this has been proven a couple times before because he gets cast a lot in movies that take place in the 60s or 70s but he right. looks like mm-hmm. such a 70s actor yeah. that when he suited yeah. up like in his ex-wing gear you're like yeah, yeah that's dude. that like this actually <laughs> makes me feel the way the original trilogy did yeah. i can't yeah i'm looking forward to seeing him and he's amazing he's He's a
4: great
0: actor he really is my one thing so jj abrams is only directing the first one right yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
3: ryan johnson is
0: doing the second one. right uh i'm excited about ryan johnson doing the second one but i'm also excited that jj abrams is only directing one Mm because i feel like he can't maintain through like he did did the second star trek one right not not a yeah, good not good. He he walked away from lost. I think alias dragged. Like I don't know I feel he like He doesn't
3: know how to like he can intro things really well. I think right. that's I think that's probably smart, even though I'm not a big fan of his, but it is smart to have him do the table setting. Right. Because I think he's good at that. Yeah. Like in a very like it, kind of uh whatever empirical way or not empirical objective way <laughs> uh like he can he can set up a thing make you excited about meeting these new characters and stuff like that yeah it's it's the follow through yeah, it's f- like raising tie, the bar after tying that. up the the loose ends and stuff that he can't really do yeah. so um yeah I, i'm i'm more interested in the second and third parts ryan of the johnson's right.
4: take will probably be, pre- be pretty great uh better yeah i'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying it just has to be but
0: uh, all right, any, any other Star Wars? Sets? I mean, there's a bunch of entertainment stuff. That's why I wanted you guys on. Coltron. There's other stuff we could talk about.
3: Culture. Avengers. Take it over. Oh, man. What happened?
4: Let's. <laughs> Avengers? Wow. Did, oh. Didn't the Avengers? I'm, I'm tired, of, I'm tired Avengers. of Avengers. And, and this is. High check Avengers.
3: Ready. I'm ready for. I'm ready. Zero. For-
4: not zero. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> it's over. No, our,
3: it's, our not. it's not. Our international nightmare is almost over. It's
4: not. Here's the Dude, thing. Aren't you, like, it just doesn't look good. It looks... Not good. Okay, so having... It's, it's one of those things where it's like the buzz is good, but it's the stakes are way too high. Everything that's going to happen after this movie rides on this movie in terms of just execution and setting shit up and making you want to see movies like Ant-Man. Because it just has to, mm. and I don't know if it can. I'm in. I've, I'm bought in. I'm gonna see it. Ooh. I'm gonna see it again. Is I just my, this is this
0: this to me feels like it's gonna be like the what was the really bad X Men movie? Uh, X Men three. 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 One. This feels like it's gonna that it's gonna go the way of three, where it's just like too much
4: going on, not yeah. very well. well three maintained. was just like
3: a change of director too, which yeah. was disastrous. Yeah.
4: Brett Ratner oh. will never be forgiven for that.
3: He'll never be forgiven for a lot of things. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I feel uh, like maybe, though, to your point, Kwame, it's too big to fail to bring it back to yeah, <laughs> economics. Yeah. Like, they have this much stuff slated that's riding on yeah. the success of this movie i don't know they'll they'll put yeah. people in at gunpoint and get them to watch Basically. this movie like
4: it's gonna make a ton of money
3: we, we cannot ruin the next 20 years of our slate like <laughs> if this doesn't work out we have to like, we have to cancel all these movies like this is a disaster right i mean and that's sort of yeah that's the that's the it's problem a tall with this. Order. yeah
4: for what it's worth i think just by sheer force of will kevin feige and joss Whedon will probably just be like if it's not gonna be amazing it'll be just good uh-huh. And that'll be fine, and they'll just move on and like keep getting you to the theater to watch right. the movies, yeah. and that's Man, all they have to do.
0: Brett oh. Ratner hasn't done a single good thing since Rush Hour.
4: Nope, and directed anyway. Yeah,
3: he's famously the worst.
4: God, I had no idea it was so bad. He's a yeah. bad. He's a bad director. He's not good like at his job. He's not Hercules, good at, He has a
3: job, and he's not good Power at
4: it. Heist.
0: What's Cop House? I don't even know.
3: <laughs> Cop House sounds great.
0: <laughs> After the Sunset. What is that? Red no. Dragon, man, man, did Red apologize Dragon. Apologize for everything. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, completely distracted. Um, Ant Man
4: looks good. Are you? F- Does it. The trailer. I have a lot of problems. With no, right I am
3: It's a tiny little man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I've been writing a song about <laughs> which gifts. Emily sings. I've been writing the song about gifts that I'm about to post on the website. Oh which, God. Um, oh man. And so now I'm singing everything. Can
0: you? Can you preview
3: the song? Mhm. Mhm. She's not happy about this.
0: Not happy at all.
4: You don't have to. You could save it.
3: No, I'll I'll preview it. Okay. I find it. Um, Flex,
4: drop a bomb on that, son. I'm I'm so sorry. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um. When a movie's coming out and you're so amped you could shout. And a trailer never seems to do the trick. When you must express your thoughts about every single shot. Pal, I know the kind of content you should pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. That's just the intro. John needs to write That's the, the music for this.
4: We need to score this right now. Wow. Yeah.
3: And then there's a bracket. It says two times tempo because it speeds it up. It speeds in up, my, of course. <laughs> after that. Yeah, yeah. It gets really like rapid fire, like, like gifts, like that. Um, yeah. GIFs.
2: Awesome. awesome. Gifts? Gifts. GIFs. Ryan Gosling is in negotiations Ryan to Josling. star in the Blade, Blade Runner, Runner sequel.
4: <sighs> Just broke. Talk about it, movie experts. I'm for it. Sure. Ryan Gosling's cool. I'm for it.
3: I want to see his movie that he directed. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. I'm interested in Ryan Gosling, the director. With I think Christina he likes. Yeah. yeah, I think he. Um, just from the sounds of it, just like just the stuff in the. Uh, I'm sorry, now I'm talking about Ryan Gosling as director. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. anything about this Blade Runner movie or like.
0: Who's directing Blade it? Is. is it Ridley? It's Ridley. It is Ridley. That then executive
2: produce is um, Ridley. Oh, if you're executive it. producing, then well, I
0: have faith done. that it'll be good. Maybe I don't know. I, I I this is one of these movies that I wish were never was not getting made a Blade Runner sequel. That's fair. I mean. I
4: don't want it.
3: I don't want it either. Again, I'm Blade Runner, one of my favorite things.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no,
3: don't want it. One of
4: one of the best sci-fi movies. The real period. version. The real version. Oh, oh, let's not do this. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Emily, do I don't know if you're now.
4: aware of this, but the
0: the longest email thread in the history of the Verge was we decided to have a movie night, uh-huh. and then we argued about which cut of Blade Runner we should watch. It went on for literally like 300 emails.
3: <laughs> Wait, what did? Would you end up watching?
0: I think we gave up because we couldn't agree. Like, it, it, it tore us like, apart. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, we'll we'll table this for like. No, no, a no. Round. Where
0: do you? Where do you? Where do you stand?
3: Uh, the director's cut. Okay, that's like oh, it's after only a while, cut. that was the only thing you, you could, could even, even watch. Get. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. I haven't. I don't think I've even seen the most recent one. Neither no. I. No.
4: What is it called? The final cut or I don't remember, the mm-hmm.
3: cut My ultimate? Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah uh later in a movie i mean fine we'll just make up a new like like there are so many good new movies about androids and about ai and stuff like that ex machina like anything it's it's uh, her like yeah i don't know i feel like we're doing a pretty good job with continuing this tradition of storytelling like we don't need to go back and do it again like but that's just me that's just me um yeah I, i don't know but yeah, I want to see Lost River anyway. I'll talk about a movie that nobody's heard of.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, what's Lost River?
3: Um, it's this movie, uh, uh-huh. it's Ryan Gosling's Ryan Gosling's directorial debut. Also, uh, speaking of actors making directorial debuts, something I'd never heard of until today when it was announced in the Cannes lineup. Natalie Portman's first movie is going to be premiering at the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, That's pretty um, awesome, actually. And I don't know anything about it, but I will see it. When is Cannes? Can is in a month. It starts on May thirteenth.
0: And you're going. I'm going. And are you?
3: I'm just going. You're just
0: going. You're not <laughs> excited. You're not happy.
3: Oh, I'm really, really excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm incredibly excited. I'm trying to play it cool right now, but I am like, I am like, this is my, this is my hype check. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm. I think all my enthusiasm is going towards going to Can, uh, and I don't have anything left for Star Wars right now. But it'll get, its, it'll get its turn. Um, Emily, will you
2: see Star Wars in theaters?
3: Of course. Okay. Of course. I'll see it I'll see it like as, as soon as I can. Yeah. Um You
2: just don't want to think about it until it comes time to watch it.
3: Yeah, because I just it's I feel like I've gone through this kind of thing with I I feel like I learned that lesson so early on like I do you guys remember when a trailer would come out and it was an MOV file and you had yep. to wait for it to load in this mm-hmm. little window? And so you would ke- you kept checking on it and you would play it and you'd get, oh, I have like half more a second. Um, uh, it, like that level, it, like it forces you to scrutinize a trailer. And I feel like I've done that. Like I remember doing that. for I was really excited about Moulin Rouge before I came out. I remember watching that trailer a bunch <laughs> of times. Um, like, yeah. I love I, that movie. Mm. No, I do. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. It was, I think it was one of the first DVDs it's I ever had. Good. It's not uh, it's, good. It's a vision. I love it. So it's a vision.
0: <laughs> you, the way you feel about Moulin Rouge is the way that I feel about Romeo and Juliet. Really? Like I actually kind of like that movie, but I oh, also wait, know oh. it's objectively bad. Oh, I mm. thought you
3: meant... Oh, you think it's objectively bad? I think it's I objectively
0: l- bad, but I love it.
3: I love Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. It is good. It is a successful movie, I Basically,
0: think. I, I love bad Leonardo DiCaprio movies.
3: <laughs> the Leonardo DiCaprio with a little bit of like the lock coming down yeah. in front of mm. his face, yeah. a little bit of a wet strand of hair, like he always just got out of a pool. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was never even into him in that area, but I don't know. I like that movie a lot. Um, anyway. Sam,
0: Hey. Why don't you uh, give us two socials? We're going to wrap it up. Oh, the cast is over. Yeah. Oh man, the cast is wait, over.
3: Um, oh wait. Can we can we can we hype check uh, Game of Thrones? Oh, okay. Period? The cast is going to go on for another
0: half an hour. <laughs> I apologize. Um, so, if you're not aware, uh, Emily has put together a fantasy league uh, called the Game of Game of Thrones, where uh, people on the verge staff got to pick characters, and you get points for wearing incredible dresses or performing a, a sweet execution. Or uh, uh, killer lines. Uh, mm-hmm. show being sass. Sass. <laughs> nakedness. What else do you get points for?
3: Um, incest. Incest. I... Uh you can lose points if you're in a bad plot, mm. um, which, you know, we'll find out who gets stuck in a bad plot this season. But yeah, it's uh, if you, you can kill, I think if you kill a dragon, which I don't know if anybody's going to kill a dragon, but I put it on there just in case. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's so it's, it's, it's not just about kills, it's about just owning the season in general, right. having the best moments.
0: So, two things. One, um, there'll be recaps that score these things up. And when you see the recap on our site, and it's like, this is this is a post about this episode. Yes, there's going to be spoilers. Oh, my God. Of course, yeah. like, we're discussing the episode. It's an episode <laughs> recap.
3: There might also be spoilers for something that happened last season. Yeah. Prepare right? yourself. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel a little bit bad about that. But not really. Recap. Uh, not <laughs> feel bad, to happen? You know? If you're yeah. reading the
4: recap, you're going to be spoiled.
0: Uh, yeah. Two, uh, there's a spoiler coming right now. Uh, the first episode of the season was an unmitigated disaster for our hero Dieter Bone and his Game oh, of Game yeah. Thrones <laughs> fantasy team.
3: Now, okay, I wanted to talk to you about this because you read the books and you picked Mance. Uh, and mm. when I saw you picked Mance, I didn't say anything because I already seen the episode, but I was like, that must not have happened in the books. That The way that <sighs> Can
0: died. I spoil the books and Don't the episode do it. right Don't now? Do it. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. it. Can I do it? Well, no, we already I'll spoiled part of it.
3: Don't I mean... I wouldn't do it. Let's just the say that, that right. it happens
0: it happens in the books, but there's a twist. Okay. That that apparently is not going to make it into the TV series, but the twist would have been like the biggest, hugest, like, oh Dieter, you're so smart moment. And <laughs> I don't think that I'm going to get the twist. Does he take somebody yeah. with him? No. I can I can tell you offline. I can tell you right now, if you're listening and you don't want the Game of Thrones books ruined.
3: Close Wait, your ears. But, but does this hurt my enjoyment of the show?
0: <sighs> I mean, who knows if it'll happen in the I show don't... or not. I don't think it's going to happen in the show. Okay. But in the books, it's not him. He—it It is somebody else who is glamored to look like him, and he comes back.
3: Whoa. Yeah, but you don't think that's going to happen? I do
0: not because the actor sa- said like publicly, like, "Oh, I got the script. I was expecting to like have this thing happen, and instead, I'm only in it for like an episode. So, bye." <laughs> 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 he
3: yep. was great too. Yeah, yeah,
4: he's a great character.
0: Yeah. No, he's a great actor. He he's a great, great character. character, but for some reason, in the TV series, he just came off as like this dour dude. Yeah, I mean, like, did really not get that it. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same thing. Like. I don't know. People have got lots of feelings about Jon Snow in the series. I think he's fine. I he's, think, he's I, think fine. I don't think he was that interesting in the books anyway.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's fine.
4: Here's the thing with Jon Snow and Vox wrote a long thing about like how he might be a problem is that he's boring and he doesn't do anything. I think yeah. he does things, but he's constrained to the whole high fantasy, you know, dead yeah. people walking. Trope. thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, do you think um do you think that it would be like, what are the merits and what are the, 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 the disadvantages of having the Wildlings be white?
0: Hmm. Hmm. So, <laughs> there the 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 merits are in theory. You look at Nordic countries on our planet, right? And yeah, the, those are some white folks. Yeah, uh, I speak as a Swede, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the disadvantage is
3: what? It's, well. The thing is that's the thing is that like I feel like a lot of the the the. The way that we visually relate to that kind of character, like Mansurator, is like he's been on this land forever, like he's like the equivalent of a Native American or whatever right. he's like he's got this nobility and stuff, and he's like these these dudes are just tearing up his shit and and he can't deal with it right uh and and that it's just a little bit. He looks like just another white guy in furs on the show, and right, it's hard yeah. to differentiate. Like, unless you are really, really deep in the lore, and you're like, "Oh yes, it's a wildling, and that is definitely a different kind of person than the guys on the wall." Um, I don't know. That's just my my two cents about why it's hard to differ. Yeah, why that character doesn't stand out or, or seems to blend in with. Also, it's just like the color palette in, in the north is very, very dull. Yeah, that's when I go get a snack. <laughs> um, anyway.
0: I'd rather hang out in the north than than with uh, Daenerys and Marine right now. Oh no. That's it's yeah. super place. just not yeah. exciting to me, even a little.
3: Yeah. I kind of appreciate that storyline though, because it's like it's I I think it's fun to see a character go from like badass that everybody loves to just get like getting mired getting in politics, yeah. just like Obama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's fun.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> it's really fun. Love it, love it. For, if I had my druthers, though, I would recast the Starks. Like Ned Stark would be Idris Elba. Just putting that out there. Just yeah,
0: yeah, okay. You would cast him as
4: everybody, though. It's true.
2: It's definitely <laughs> would true. Would you not
3: <laughs> cast him <laughs> as what about It's
2: your Twitter name. It A is. reboot
3: of Orphan Black, but all Idris Elbas. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I would watch it then. I but. would, too. <laughs> um, well, we Showbiz has our notes. Mm. Um, they know what we want. All right. Uh, now,
2: Socialist Sam. Yeah. Hello. You get two. Hello. Um Three. Just, just for the people that don't know, our usual producer is uh, was out today, and Jordan is filling in. So, just hey, Jordan, um, you should follow us on Snapchat. Um, I say this every week. I feel like, but we do really cool stuff there. Um, I f- there's no beef for bust on it right now, so I might go film one after. You should follow us on Snapchat. We are the Real Verge on Snapchat, and you should follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Verge on Twitter. Um I am at Sam Sheffer, Emily is at Emily Oshita, Dieter is at Backlon and Kwame is Kwame Opam. Um I'm the only one who doesn't use his real name. Yeah, cuz he's too cool for school. Mm-hmm. And, what I'm does gonna, that mean? and I'm going to can't tell you. And I'm going to lob sequel. it back to you, Dieter.
0: Uh that's all the stuff tell us the Dieter. socials? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, I, just I got Leaving it on Old old, <laughs> Han. old
2: Han. Old Han. That's one word,
0: by the way.
3: Old Han.
0: Uh, we'd also like to thank uh, Squarespace for sponsoring uh, the VergeCast. You can find them at squarespace.com. If you enter offer code VERGE, you'll get 10% off. And you can also go to igloo.com, igloosoftware.com. Excuse me. They've also sponsored us. We thank them. Go there, slash VergeCast, and you'll also get a special bonus. Thanks very much for listening and or watching, everybody. Adios. Bye. 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 Hey, listeners, thank you for listening to the Verge cast. And if you want to help us stay free and available, we do have a short anonymous survey from our advertisers. It only takes uh, about five minutes, not even that long, honestly. And it will help our advertisers figure out whether uh, whether or not uh, they should advertise on the show and uh, figure out who you are so that they know what uh, what ads to do. Basically, you should do it. Uh, if you do, you could get entered into a chance to win an Amazon gift card for 100 bucks. Actually, you will be entered to win an Amazon gift card for 100 bucks, and you might. Who, so who knows? Uh, we promise we will never share or sell your email address, and we will not send you an email unless you win that uh, that contest. You can find us at podsurvey.com slash vergecast. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash vergecast to take the survey and get a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Thanks.